This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Now let's talk about 2020. Because mm. that, that, mm, mm, that was the second album. That was the second album. So I mean like the, the title Are you track back from 2020. Back I'm, I'm back. This is 2006. I've been back three years. Oh, you've been back three years already? At this point, yeah, yeah. And okay. so after Sawa Sawa came out, my producer Kristen and I uh, started getting together every week to do some songwriting sessions, right? Mm-hmm. Where we would begin like from a like from a groove base, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like a song like Twende Twende went through so many different uh, versions, right? Um, what had happened? Uh, I had I had met Oliver Mtukudzi mm-hmm. at at the Cora Awards. The late in, great Oliver. The late great. Why? Why late? I feel so bad about that, you know. Anyway, so I'd met him at, at the Cora Awards in 2002, and I had mentioned him in my acceptance speech. You won the Cora Award. I won the Cora in 2002 for, for best best East African act, mm-hmm. best East African artist, with a gospel singer called Henry Mutuku as well. She, so yes, we, I remember. Yeah, I remember so she, that, yeah. yeah, she won as well. Um, so I had I had come across Oliver his music in Boston, right? And so in my speech, I was there like. Why am I hearing about Olga Mtukudzi in Boston, right? When as such an African great, I should be hearing about him in Kenya, mm-hmm. right? I should not be coming across him for the first time yeah. in a foreign land, right? Um, and so the, my, my, my speech and um, it was like, we, there needs to be more African content on African radio is what I was mm-hmm. saying, right? This is 2002, it's like 98% or more mm. was American, right? Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't, I mean, like, Gerald Lavert, who was in the audience as well that night, was there like, brother, I never felt, felt so offended in all my life, you know? I was there, like, no, I'm not advocating a ban, mm. right? I'm just saying equity, you know? I mean, you're not going to hear, at that point, I was there, like, you don't hear me exactly. on, 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 exactly. on, on, on Kiss New York, right? But it's like, it's all American here, you mm. know? Um, so balance is what I was yep. saying. So, so Tuku and uh, especially here in Kenya, we lacked the balance. Yeah, yeah. I said that because when I went to SA in 2001 and I switched on the radio, me I'm like I'm in AC, I'm expecting to hear Asha ni 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 ni. It's just and you wonder why they were driving those kind of cars because they had taught their own people to love themselves. Yeah, yeah. So I do get when 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 you talk about here we were we. We knew every album of Usher's. Exactly, exactly. But 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 um. So but I think a nice balance is what mm-hmm. we need because sort of protectionism doesn't help anyone. If yeah. we say in Kenya only Kenyan music, right? No, 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 no. I want to play gigs in Uganda as well, mm-hmm. NTZ, right? And around the world, I want to play in Hong Kong, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's not about that. It's just yes, support your industry, not at the exclusion of everybody else, yeah. but support. You know, um, so General Lovat General came up to you and he's like, brother. <laughs> yeah, General Lovat was there like, brother, man. I was like, every time in Africa, I feel so welcome. But you, man, I was like, anyone, you know, please relax the body. Right. So anyway, so Tuku, Tuku comes up to me. He's like, wow, man, thank, thank you. Thank you for mentioning me, you know. 
And so over the course of the next bunch of years, in fact, the next year I went and played at a festival called Haifa in, in Harare, mm. Harare International Festival of the Arts, right? Um, so at this time, had you started doing outside Kenya? Is, is Yeah, I was, I was playing a bit, um, but in fact, that year, I think we played a festival called Mundial in, in yeah. Holland. And then soon after that, we were playing Haifa or was it the other way around? Uh, and then took when I actually, he took me to his studio and we recorded a version of Incha Kitokidogo with me singing in, in Swa and him singing in Shona. Yo. Then I lost the CD. <laughs> but it was just a, just a studio demo, right? And so we kept on back and forth, back and forth. And he was coming for a festival, I think it was Echo Fest in 2006. Mm -hmm. And I was there like, this is the moment, right? And so actually Mike Strano played a huge role in making sure that he actually got to the studio and he just, he wrote his lyrics on the spot. And my, uh, the producer of the album, Christian, was actually in Kenya at that time. Mm. And we tracked Tuku and it was Chia's. And then the next time he was in town, we did the music video, you know? No, the one with Steve Ominde. Exactly, the Steve Ominde produced the yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was cool. It was cool. It was a it was a long process with that song, you know, but we, it finally happened. Yeah. yeah. So that album comes out, and again, uh, a very funny moment. So now you, you be, by the way, at this time you started gigging. We're going to come back because mm -hmm. we've, we've skipped the th the theater side, but that's mm -hmm. a conversation mm -hmm. that I just mm -hmm. want it to be given its airtime. Mm. I remember Eric was gigging every Thursday or something at mm. at at, at um, Club of Freak. Club of Freak, yes. Mm. Then after Club of is it Club of Freak the one which was at museum? Mm -hmm. But there was a time you were also gigging in town. That club was called Club Sound. Club Sound, yes. Club Sound. So yeah. what had happened was <laughs> there was that car rationale 
<coughs> that excuse me that musicians shouldn't be shouldn't shouldn't play often <laughs> because it overexposes you was is the rationale yeah. right and i don't know i uh, so i went i, I went don't know to, man i don't know man <laughs> i went to so tuku plays was playing every single weekend that he was in Zimbabwe, right? Mm-hmm. I saw that man play in another venue in Harare. It must have been like a two, three thousand seater. So it's like a KICC plenary hall. Yes. You know those? It's like it's it's it's, it's a huge room and it's got another level up there, mm. and it's got that concrete that says this is a government building. You know that yes, kind of style. Yes. And so that guy would start to even just he starts to play a guitar line. The audience knows exactly what song it is. They're singing the guitar line that he's playing, and like the I was I was there with some other musicians, and they're like, ah, we didn't come here to hear the audience sing. Came here to see Tuku. I was like, nigga, you missed that thing by a mile, right? This is why we do what we do. Exactly. You know, as in Tuku is in these guys' hearts to this yep. level, mm-hmm. right? And then um uh Shiba and I had gone to Senegal and we had watched uh Yusundur play in his bang, club bang, and yeah? Yeah. Uh, oh Chosan. Yusundur Yusundur yeah. Man first of all us guys show up at 10 o'clock politely right The audience doesn't come in until 2 a.m. right So we are there I order a beer in the little French that I know <laughs> now because I mean Senegal is predominantly Muslim right Yes that guy goes and finds a beer that a store there by the time he's coming it's it's just dusting dusting it off because how far he's had to go for it right so we're just chilling in the club chilling 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 the audience starts coming in 132 right his band comes on and they start to play right 230 the man himself comes on stage chapa's gig chapa 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 at kedo 345 you're hearing an percussion solo guys are katikang katikang you look at the stage you so he has bounced Right? We were going to meet him in another kakapa over there where guys go and have now croissants and coffee, right? <laughs> yeah. But basically he had fungered another 90 minute set, eh? Yeah. And he does that. At that point it was like maybe two or three times a week if, when he's in Senegal. How is that like overexposed in Yeah? I wish it's me. Yeah, you've got to play. You've got to play, right? And especially um if you can you can't only you can't only wait for gigs to come mm. right you've got to create, create your own gigs you've got to create your own gigs and the thing is with with those regular gigs um people a know where to find you yep right and so if they're just looking for a plan yep yeah you've presented one right if you've got guys who like your regulars and maybe they have got out of town guests or people who they're just exactly. trying to convert uh-huh, uh-huh. to this whole live music thing they know where to find you right um and then also for your for you and your band you you, you become such better musicians so playing tight. that yeah. stuff that you know you discover your songs you know um and it becomes it becomes like a rehearsal a paid rehearsal mm. right it's, it's every week it's two and a half hours three hours of of music right the way as in like the songs just become that much better mm. um then also as far as audiences are concerned like if if you watch if you watch us today right 
the next time we're seeing you is maybe three, four weeks later, right? But audiences are huge, mm. right? So 200, 250, 300 guys at a time, by the time you're playing to Again. the 20, 30,000 guys in Nairobi, for instance, maybe, who like live music, it's a, it's a, it rolls, it rolls over. So there's no boredom, Yeah. right? Um, so for, for me... And I realize sometimes even when you're a musician or you're a listener, you don't mind listening to the same songs of the musicians. Just okay. because you've, you've sung Sa Sa, it's not that when I come the next gig, I'm like, come the next time, I'm like, don't sing Sa Sa. In exactly. fact, I even want you to sing it. With music, people respond to familiarity. Mm-hmm. When it, that's, that's my jam. Yeah, that's exactly. when you go to the dance floor, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, music music needs that, you know? Yeah, so for, for uh, it's, which is now why we even sort of revived Live at the Elephant as yes. even a in weekly fact, thing. You, that's, you know, when I saw that, I, I went, when, I, when I saw Live at the Elephant coming back, I'm like, this guy, First and foremost, Nairobi doesn't have gigs. I mean, Nairobi does have a lot of different gigs, mm. but yours, it's weekly. From the back end of doing gigs, I know the amount of work it takes to do a gig before the tip happens and it becomes, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows it. So I do respect the work you have put to do a weekly gig. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not it, easy. I have a good team. Mm. I have a good team. In fact, the reason we even took a break is uh, we lost Mavo. Mavo used to be our Live at the Elephants guy, right? Mm. Then he went off on his own. Yes. God bless him. And he still he still plays in my band, right? And so He's your drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And my right-hand man in many ways, you mm. know? So um, when, when, he, when he left, now there was, there, was a, there was a gap that we couldn't, we couldn't fill. Mm. Um, but now I have a, a bunch of... Yanni, these guys are so young. <laughs> when you put two of them together, their ages don't even come to mind. <laughs> You know, yeah. Um, so I've, I've got a team of, of some four young men who are really making life at the elephant what it is. Yeah, and, uh, I, and, I'll, and I'll come back we'll and come, talk we'll about the, the mentorship because that's, I mean, even even from a Temi, she she considers you a mentor. But let's 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 talk about this 2020 album. So again, you're back to creating an album. Why are you creating an album and people now are doing singles? Because as a, as a songwriter, I have a body of work. I have a thing that I want to say, mm. right? There's no reason why people can't take the, the singles that they want, yeah. and, and you know. Um, but and but I I, st- I I think that putting out singles is, is pretty cool as, as well, yeah. you know. They they exist on on their own, you know. Um, but I guess in some ways I am that a songwriter who I'm always going to put out albums, mm. right? But I think I, th- I, th- I think it's a good thing. I'll probably also put out some singles that are just albumless yes. you know for for what 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 was your thought process and where was your where, where were you with this 2020 i i, I hear where you are with sour sour very mm, clearly mm. where where were you with 2020 i guess it was 2020 i was it was like a pan-african sort of um it's it's a, it's a i wanted a continent-wide sort of uh conversation mm. you know I'd, I'd i'd now come into contact with, with the uses of the world in fact uh, Yusu and I have, as in, like, there's a conversation that has stalled, but <laughs> Yusu, we're going to do that song. <laughs> we, we will do it. Um, and so, I just I just wanted to have a, 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 a Pan-African conversation about mm-hmm. African issues. Yes. Right? Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what that record was. But also, there's some... There's, there's a bunch of traditional instruments on that record, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I had started learning how to play the Nyatiti when I was at KU, right? Uh, Yo, you learned how to play the Nyatiti? 
I, yeah. I mean, you entered that process. Yes, yes. I was I was studying African music as my as my masters. I only did a sem only because we'll we'll talk about KU. <laughs> we'll talk about KU. Uh, but then, um, yeah. So I was, I was learning how to play Nyatiti. I was learning how to play Orutu, and so I because I, I wanted them to inform my writing. Uh-huh, right. Uh-huh, I get. Um, so there's there's a song on there like Too Far From Home. That's Mion Nyatiti. There's um, there's a song Deck Deck Deck. I think has has an Orutu on it. You know. Can you sample Deck Deck Deck? As in play it now. Yeah, yeah. As in, um, I'm sorry, but but also also because Deck Deck Deck. I feel now I'm that I'm un- underscoring you. Go on, brother. No, no, no. <laughs> Deck 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 has that Pan Africanism. I feel like there's some Yusundu influence on that. Am Def- I right or am I wrong? You're right, brother. Can I get an amen? <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, that song actually. Yeah, man, it's 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 got that it's got that kind of nice twelve eight feel that that you that you get in a lot of West African music, um, but I it Fahrenheit nine eleven right the two yeah. things that really inspired that song Fahrenheit nine eleven the notion you, you know the Michael Moore film yes right yeah the notion that a a people can be so sort of blinded and beguiled into mm. into into sort of going into war. But also um, the images from Tiananmen Square that came, I think it was like 1989. Mm-hmm. That remember when there was pro-democracy um, riots or protests in in China, right? Uh, and there's a picture of someone standing with shopping bags in front of a tank. Yes, right? yes, yes. So that those two images were where that that, that came from. Uh-huh. So in fact, I was I was on tour in Switzerland at the time, and I was sitting in front of the TV, just finished watching. Um, Fahrenheit 9/11, and I grabbed my guitar and I started to play these chords, right? And so, and you, you get to this place, and you're there like, I got to the to the to the chorus, and I was like, ta ta ta, and I was like, so I was just like, I don't have a lyric for this, right? And so, deck 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 was a placeholder, mm-hmm. right? That word, because <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, because it's not, it's not really a word. It, it isn't like, a yeah. word. It isn't a word. In it's fact, just, I'll put I'll put my jungle friends are there like deck is cabbage. It's, it's, it's like it's a, it's, it's a type of it's a it's a it's like a spinach. So, <laughs> so anyway, I, I actually looked. I looked for a word to replace it. It never came, right? So I was like, "Hang on, let's let's embrace this madness." And they're like, "Okay." Um, so it's it's uh, in a made-up language, etc., etc., etc. But exactly. Yeah. But people get it, you know. It's a chant, you know. And so that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, so, I love I love the inspiration that comes from from your songs. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I like the back the back end story. Okay, so hey, boss, you can't just you have to tease us with it. Okay. In a made-up language, in a made-up time, I met a made-up people with a made-up cry, sing deck deck deck. In my fabrication. On the town's main street Stood an army general Just trying to make a speech But the people would not listen They weren't listening anymore They'd lost too many children In the stupid war Singing deck, deck, deck 
gas began to choke But the people would not move They said, come and get me, you blood suckers Come and get me, I won't move The words I'm singing will live much longer Than the skin I'm living in I am a gig idea for you. What's that? Do an acoustic gig, just you and the piano, and tell the backstory, play. <laughs> okay. I'm paying in advance. <laughs> this thing is so, insane. Thank you. Try it, man. In fact, guys, comment and let us know. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll share this with Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brought um, to you by A-Star. Prob A-Star Presents. Probably not one of the biggest songs, but for me, a personal favorite because just of your collaboration with Kanji, the Mabawa mm -hmm. song. Mm -hmm. And then I remember even in one of, in the Sawa Sawa lyrics, there's, there's a Mabawa. How did yes. that come? Yes, So, so it's, in fact, it's not outrightly there, but... Yeah. And that I think that was a mistake by me. I, I should have had Kanji sort of do like his own verse on it. And maybe we should retract it. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a really cool song. Mm. In fact, I know a couple of people who are there like, that's actually my favorite song on that record, you mm. know? So Kanji and I had had met up. Um, you know, I'd, I'd heard of Kanji even before Milele, right? I remember, I think David Magaria was leaving a Five Alive rehearsal because there was this kid called Kanji playing a concert at the All Saints, there's an Aka, mm. an Aka Hall. I never heard that kid, right? <laughs> this was, I think Kanji must have been like maybe 18 or 19 at the time, right? Um, and so when, when, when we both got back from college um, and I played a gig um, that Milele were playing at as well in LA, uh, were well they like, okay, yeah, cool, let's, let's get together, do a thing. And at that point we used to rehearse, me and my band used to rehearse at the, at the conservatoire. There's a, there's a dance studio upstairs. Mm. And um, I was working with a guitarist called John Were, who I co-wrote Adhiambo with, right? Mm. Um, and Kanji and I said, hey, let's, let's, let's get together and, and, uh, and, and work on a jam. And so that's, that's kind of where that, that came from, you know? Mm. And the, the, the thought for me was the, the, the thought that you can, be, you can be messing around. It's like you can be messing around in your relationship and you lose you lose you lose the most precious thing to you mm. right and that you're you're that you're out there sort of asking god to give you wings to fly so that you can find this this love that you've abused and has left you that's what that song's about yo that's deep i hope so that's deep Chumba wangu wame ni toroka 
Alinishika nikioja tunda marufuku Midomo yangu na sali Twende Twende, for those of you, there are many more songs, just go and get the album. All this stuff is on iTunes. Oh, everything. Uh, and every, every sort of digital portal. Not, not, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's online, get it yeah. now, it's available. Yeah. Um, and sample the songs with this whole new understanding. So now you guys release this album. Mm. What happens again? This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Okay, twenty twenty. For those of you, there are many more songs. Just go and get the album. All this stuff is on iTunes. Oh, everything. Uh, and every, every sort of digital portal. Not, not yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's online. Get it yeah. now. It's available. Yeah. Um, and sample the songs with this whole new understanding. So now you guys release this album. Mm. What happens again? To the Twende, one of the first things that happened, which was really good, was that Orange was coming Ooh. to Kenya. Could we and, that yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the agency through which we had done the Brookside ad 15 million years ago <laughs> called and said, uh, can we use 2020 for the for the for the orange sort of commercial? Yeah. I was like, wow, that's great. Um, yeah, and it was um, it was good for its time, you know. And the the way they executed the video Was that your first sponsorship gig in Kenya? You mean an endorsement where a song is yes. No, no, I done, I, I done others. Oh, I done, done others. others. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, some of them haven't sort of become. Um, yeah. They're out in the public much, but uh, um, sort of that um, ambassadorship thing. Mm. I, I've done that with a couple of other songs. Uh, yeah. So actually, the, the, how they executed the videos, the kind of thing that Stephen, Stephen, I had wanted to do. Sort of those aerial shots of the mm. audience coming from yes, everywhere. Yes. You know. Well, cause I need to find 
Um, but uh, Steve and I, uh, we, we did a good job on, 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 on that with the budget that we had. <laughs> yes. We needed those two. Budget be, and time. You know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was cool. And uh, Tuku, wonderful again, you know, just made himself available and just showed up. But Tuku was an interesting guy. Um, little anecdote about his travels in Kenya. One time he came and they were doing an Alliance Francaise tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they're going from here to Ethiopia, then Djibouti. Mm-hmm. So he's there like, uh, so he asks, okay, um, will I need a visa for Djibouti? And they're like, no, 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 you'll be fine. Well, well, uh, Ethiopia is Africans don't need a visa to go to Djibouti. So they are in Addis and they're getting onto the flight. They've just played Nairobi, going to Addis. And they're there like, uh, while you don't need a visa, you need a stamp and your passport is full. So you can't go into Djibouti. Your passport is full. So the guy calls me up. This is like your idol, right? He's like, Eric, I need a place to stay for the night because I can't go into Djibouti. I was like, Am I seeing the right number? Is this is this who? Of, of, of course. Uh, <laughs> you can yeah. have my bed. <laughs> you can have my bed. <laughs> yeah, come. So and I'm there like, so he gets there and I'm there like, he, uh, so I pick him up from the airport. We're just chilling out. I'm there like, uh, uh, but the gig is happening. He's there like, yeah. I said, who, who's singing? He's there like, there's not a background vocalist in the band who's gonna sing. I said like, your background vocalist. He's there like, they don't know what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone I can't call Pili, who was playing Tuku in, in Djibouti. Well, he was here chilling with Eric. Chilling out, you know. Yeah, anyway, fun times, okay. fun times. So, again, released the album, amazing. I remember even you and Kanji did this thing. Uh, live at the village, Kanji versus Eric. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and 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 because you've mentioned that endorsement, I remember at that time Kanji was like, "Yeah, safari combana, just please." <laughs> Eric has got something. Give, <laughs> give me something. So he sang that song. Yeah. I'm still waiting to yeah. copy. Yeah. You yeah, and yeah. Tuku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was a really good song. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was actually a good song. It was for an a excellent, excellent song for a freestyle total rubbish yeah, yeah. that, that he just made up yeah. on stage. Yeah. But very so, funnily, we all, I always joke with him that he got the endorsement deal after. He did, yeah, because he's done a couple a of bunch of safari commands, yeah, yeah. you know. But anyway, that's him. Yeah, yeah. Back to you mm. again, Eric. You don't stop with the albums. I just want us at least to talk about this next two albums, then we come into the theater. Okay. Again, love and protest. Again, yes. very happily just chilling. Going in Kijiji, sampling songs, Aaron comes, Aaron Rimbui comes and plays this song. To me, this is my favorite Eric Wenaina song. Mariana, Mariana. Oh, wow. That version. Because yeah, yeah. you, know, you know the way you yeah, are, yeah. The way you're a perfectionist. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've heard about you in the studio and how you, oh, yes. <laughs> you, yeah, take, yeah. you take songs through the wire. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm guilty I'm like, of that. Mm. Which human being wrote this song? Mm. Like Mariana Mariana, uh, maybe it's called Mariana, but me, I call it Mariana Mariana. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible songwriting. Like, hands down, one of my best Af- songs written by an African. Oh, thank you. Like, it's on that level. And I'm, I'm just like, I don't, think that, I don't think that song has gotten to where it should be. I hope this advertises the song a bit more. Well, you know, songs have a weird way of... of uh exploding 50 yeah. years after yeah. you know you know like when we look at daima you know uh-huh. it's, it's, 10 years after its original 
version Yo. you know the, the Kenya only oh yes you know? yes 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 yeah so, so I, th- love I think I think I think by the way I think I am going to do a remake of of Mariana mm. with the, this is this is guy who sings Mariana an artist called Angachi mm-hmm. and he's been he's been touring with it and just I saw him on NTV the other day. I met him at National Theatre. They're like, I sing your song, you know. And he played it for me on the spot. I was like, that's great. Yeah. He sent me a WhatsApp of him singing it on on NTV the other day. It's amazing. That's so amazing cool to hear. You know. And so I said to him, Hey man, let's let's track this thing. You know, it might be the push that it needs. You know, to get it out. Yeah. And so we're thinking him. There's a guy called Vinny who you met. Vinny, the songwriter that that works at our place. The guy who. The guy of uh, nice to nice to nice. The reggae music, version, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that will enter when we talk about yeah. your yeah. your. Because this guy was so young, and I'm like, from your gig, I remember him. He stood out. Mm, mm, yeah, in fact, even here's here's a bit of a clip of him singing at that gig. <laughs> So okay, so let's talk now about love and protest. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's e d i f i.app. Cool. So okay so let's talk now about love and protest. So love and protest was my attempt to once again continue the sort of the political conversation uh but by doing it in English because a lot of the songs on that record are in English uh trying to also now reach the parts of the world that were anglophone or the parts of Africa that are anglophone. Mm-hmm. Um yeah and uh trying and, to to penetrate into new markets. Yeah. 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 Uh also yeah I just felt I wanted to have to continue this conversation you know uh, and the, and then I'd read a, a quote uh, from Che Guevara saying that the while it something I paraphrase it says while it might seem um, I can't remember what exactly says well uh, while, it, while it might seem like it doesn't make sense the revolutionary is led by the greatest feelings of love mm. right and so uh, For me that was yeah that was there like that's the title right there love and protest you know nice. it's because uh, I had received a bit of flack people people were like how can you be a patriot and criticize your country right and I was like well I mean part of being Are you a serious? patriot yeah yeah is saying to your country we can do better in this particular area you know mm. um, and so it's like undoing the bandage and saying this thing is still sick yeah. let's first treat it yeah, exactly, the bandage exactly you know um, so the uh, we had started recording that album up in a studio in Nanyuki uh, a place called Beware um, and so me and my band had been playing some of that material and so they're like hey part of a good record is having a good band right 
and uh, because the arrangements have, have kind of sorting themselves out. Mm. And so we went up to Nanyuki, started tracking, and then after we were kind of now taking to the next level, because when you record a record, very often you break it into phases, right? Mm. So the rhythm section, so drums, bass, keys, and guitar, uh -huh. right? You, you do what's called a basic session, record that stuff, right? And then you go into overdubs where you're doing extra vocals, mm. you're doing lead vocals, background yeah. vocals, extra guitars, etc. But we had, so we had done the basics, and then the poor guy, his, his, his studio, the engineer, it, it crashed, oh, man. right? And so, I mean, he called me up so apologetic, right? And I was like, man, your studio crashed, your studio crashed, there's nothing you can do about it. But he had made backups, of um of of uh, uh so sort of the, the things called stems so you put drums and bass together mm -hmm. and then you put guitars and keyboards together and so, so one of the limiting things about it was that if i'd wanted to sort of go in and do like a forensic mm. sort of lining up of the drums or whatever change yeah. some of the drum sounds and maybe have heavier samples or whatever i couldn't do that because drums and bass well, yeah, exactly. you know? um but in the end so i mean i spent a lot more time on that record uh, took it back into studio, did a couple of uh, rewrites and, and, and re-recordings of some of the tunes. And even after it was released, <laughs> um, I then took a bunch of songs like Selena, yes. right? So Selena is funny, um, I was working with Jazz Odongo, mm -hmm. right? And then he said to me, hey, there's this cat who's just come back from the UK, a friend of mine called Kagwe. I was like, yeah, I know Kagwe, in fact, um, <laughs> Kagwe Mungai. Kagwe Mungai. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Shiba had spent a night at their house when his mother used to work in Johannesburg, right? And Kagwe, I think he gave he gave us his bed, right? <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, he was like a nine-year-old kid, yeah. right? And now this is the guy, I bumped into him at Brook House, he was in his last year. I knew him as a saxophonist, right? What? Yeah. Kagwe is a saxophonist, That's right? He comes to see me one time at our digs. He's like, I just want to sort of seek some advice as to sort of uh, some, 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 some industry mm. insights. And I'm, I'm talking to him as a saxophonist and he sits there the whole, you can't go, a whole kid <laughs> of two hours, right? Just, uh -huh, okay, okay, okay. It's then later on I get to find out yes, that he's this <laughs> killer beat maker I know. and, and singer. He actually right? produced Nishike Sauti Soul. Exactly. One of, one of the big songs that is done. Exactly. Amongst others. I was like, Kagwe, man. <laughs> anyway, so Kagwe, Kagwe walks into the studio. I'm sitting out with Jazz. He's there like, let's turn Selena into a funk song. I'm like, ain't no way. It's never going to work. Can, can, can you show us the original? Well, the, the, the oh, original oh. is it's sort of guitar based. Okay. Um, so so you, you, need, you need to hear the lines, but... Uh, it, 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 yes. plays, it plays like a banger thing. Yeah. <laughs> That idea, yeah. right? Selina Nyamboku, you're so beautiful. Sitam Rusu, Akujabe, Nami Silali. Sepati usingizi, kula siwezi ukilia Akikuchapa, nafaku muacha Rembo selina, 
kwenu bila alama Wosi upendo yosi heshima watu wazima huongea He said like, let's, let's whatever. I'm just like, that's, that's never, you see the problem with you youth. <laughs> you think everything is possible. That is not possible, right? He's like, okay, let me program something for you. So he programs a drum beat, right? Like, he says, okay, now come, bring your old man self here. <laughs> Start playing some chords, right? So, um, so he's like, the first thing you've got to do, right? Because the original is in major. So, turn into minor. Start there, right? So he's like, you start thinking. Uh, let, let that be where you start. So he's like, okay, vamp around. Then finally ends up with this. That idea. You know, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. but it, it wouldn't have, wouldn't have gotten there, right? If Kago hadn't been there, like, hey, here's Treasure by Bruno Mars. Mm -hmm. Check this tune out. Then he played me another tune by some other guy. So like, okay, funk beat, now you do your thing. And I mean, it was absolutely shocking. Yeah. Absolutely shocking. And then, so we then sent that demo to a producer in LA who ended up producing my fourth record, a guy called Will. Mm. And he replaced a lot of the, the, the samples that were used like with live musicians, etc, etc, etc. And we have the Selena that we have right now.
Yo. Yeah, yeah. That is insane. Yeah, man. So. But I love, I love your collaboration with how on how you work. So for you, now you don't do everything in house. At this time, by the way, is your studio. There's the elephant and the studio there. Mm-hmm. Studio is there. Um, you see, you could have done everything there and mix master and everything and and release it out. But you've got this thing about you that you work. I'm hearing you sending stuff there, going to work at other studios and things like that. Why? Because um, sometimes people want to work in their space. Also, getting away from your own space can also be very inspiring. You know, mm. it's uh, it's it's another door. It's another place to go. You know, um, but like with. Uh, the, the whole thing with, with, with Will in LA, for instance, and this collaboration between Will, Kagwe, Jazz, and myself for Selena. Um, Will, he, he, I th- I he got in touch with me on Facebook. Because I like, I don't even remember me, but we were at Berkeley together, right? I'd like to work on a jam with you. I think he had heard a BBC interview or something, yeah. right? And that thing had kind of put Ted under the radar. She was like, that guy in LA is there, like, dude, let's do some work, right? And um, so we, when we sent Selena, it was just more of, it was like just, a Tri-Z, yeah, yeah. you know, just to see how this thing's going to go. Whoa, it yeah. was a Tri-Z. It was a tri And now this is the guy who's done your this is the guy fourth who's now album, the, the current album, album which exactly, you just released, exactly. which, which we're coming to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm going to be, okay, another crazy, Asante. crazy Asante. Yeah, yeah. very catchy hook and then Thank you, thank you. I actually left Barack Obama to come and watch you sing. Meaning? I didn't. I didn't leave Barack Obama, but we were together <laughs> at 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 thingy. Oh, in, 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 in Kogelo. In Kogelo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's the first time I heard you play songs of that album, oh, and I yeah, stopped yeah. what I was doing to just come and watch, and I was like, "This is a bit incredible." This yeah, new terms. Yeah. But let's go back to this love and protest. Mm. Mariana, Mariana. My, yes, as I've called it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. originally called Mariana. It's yes. called it's called Mariana, but Mariana, Mariana <laughs> is not a bad name for it. Um, so you know, you've been doing Sawasawa on the twenty days, so Mariana. For you, you don't do one, one slow, one word. So, um, I was playing a gig in Switzerland once again. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.